Greetings, soul sisters, spiritual brethren, and non-binary siblings. This is the Queer Ritual Podcast, a place to discuss healing, spiritual practices, guided meditations, and self-empowerment with a queer-minded focus. Allies are welcome, too. I'm your host, Ricky B. Malone. My pronouns are he, they. I'm a Reiki master, intuitive healer, and master esthetician based out of the East Coast of the U.S. My goal with this podcast is to empower others to discover their true selves and live the lives they truly want. Greetings, everyone. Hope you're well. Today's episode, I wanted to talk about the secret to happiness. So at the time of recording, it's been about a month since actor-comedian Leslie Jordan has died. And I found two quotes of his that I found uh, pretty wise. So the first quote from him is, happiness is a choice. Happiness is a habit. And happiness is something you have to work hard at. It does not just happen. And the other quote, true happiness can only come from being of loving service to others, especially those in the last throes of life's journey. So one of the realizations I've had as I have gotten older is that happiness is not a goalpost. When we externalize our happiness or treat it as a goal, the goalpost will constantly shift. You'll catch people making statements like, oh, I can't wait until I get a new job, or I'll be happy once I finally get out of this town, or I can't wait for blank, you know. Or it's the people that, uh, you know, they're constantly changing their appearance, they're constantly changing jobs, they're constantly changing things about themselves externally in the hope that one day that will actually make them happy. But the thing is, whenever you treat happiness like a goal, once that goal is attained, the goalpost just moves on to the next goal. It's a never-ending game of cat and mouse. Now, our brains are susceptible to holding certain thought patterns, And those can solidify to become fixed personality traits or stubborn emotional states. So I have seasonal depression, or what I call the winter blues. So it's fairly common for me to experience a depressive episode every fall or winter when the days become shorter and shorter. Now, I also have ADHD, which can cause emotional dysregulation, or a brain that is predisposed towards an overactive amygdala. So the amygdala is the part of the brain that controls the fight-or-flight response. It governs the emotions of anger, fear, and anxiety. It's your reactive brain as opposed to your thinking or logical brain. Now, in my own experience, spiritual growth and personal development can foster new thought patterns that help me get out of those negative mind states. So what's the secret to happiness? Happiness is an internal state that we have to identify and cultivate within ourselves. It doesn't come from the external world. Part of Buddhist philosophy is that all things are impermanent. The universe is in a constant state of change with each moment affected by the moment before it. And because of the constant changes in the universe, it's important to reflect on the things that we are grateful for at any given moment. This is also why viewing happiness as a goalpost doesn't work. That type of happiness is impermanent too. So the trick to lasting happiness is to practice daily gratitude for the things we have at this moment. There are plenty of ways to practice daily gratitude. 
keeping a gratitude journal where you force yourself to come up with five things you're grateful for each day, thanking God, source, or the universe for the blessings in your life, or the simple act of self-reflection. Even just making an effort to say thank you to someone can go a long way. If you live alone, you can still thank the universe. There is a Japanese form of spiritual psychotherapy called Nikon. That's N-A-I-K-A-N, not Nikon the camera brand. Where a facilitator asks you a series of questions in regard to interpersonal relationships, or even relationships with inanimate objects. These questions serve to unlock some of the more rigid parts of the ego and allow us to become more mindful of the benefits we have received from others. Nikon therapy is both a psychological discipline and a spiritual practice, so it can be found at spiritual retreat centers or within a psychologist's personal practice. Uh, In Japan, it's more common to see it at a psychologist's office, and in the West, it's more common to see it at a spiritual retreat center. I will do a deeper dive into Nikon in a later episode. From a neuropsychology perspective, all of these mentioned practices are designed to shift our thought patterns to a different part of the brain, from the amygdala to the prefrontal cortex. Research shows that depression, and in my case ADHD, causes the prefrontal cortex to be underactive. The brain instead will fixate on the negative aspects of one's experience. It's that amygdala. If you find yourself in too deep of a depression to find help with what I've shared today, always remember it is not a sign of weakness to seek help from others. Our culture in the West is too obsessed with self-reliance, with not asking for help. But that goes against our very nature as human beings. Most, if not all, of us yearn for closeness and a sense of kinship. There are huge barriers in place in America that make seeking emotional help unnecessarily difficult. Just know you are not alone. And there are always those out there who are willing to lend a helping hand or a supportive ear. For anyone listening who is LGBTQ and in an unsafe environment, there are nonprofit resources that can help you. The Trevor Project provides crisis intervention and suicide prevention services to young LGBTQ people under 25. They can be found at thetrevorproject.org. The LGBT National Help Center provides peer support, community connections, and resource information to people with questions regarding sexual orientation and or gender identity via the LGBT National Hotline and the LGBT National Youth Talk Line and and online chat services. They can be found at lgbthotline.org. If you are fleeing persecution in your country of origin... The LGBT Asylum Project is a nonprofit organization based out of San Francisco that is exclusively dedicated to providing accessible legal representation for LGBT asylum seekers who are fleeing persecution due to their sexual orientation, gender identity, or HIV status. They can be found at lgbtasylumproject.org. There may also be local resources available to you. On Google, just search LGBT Center near me. Do whatever is in your power to find safety. You are also not alone. So today I want to finish with the acknowledgement that I am grateful for a roof over my head, my husband who supports me without judgment, and my spiritual community, both at the temple and online. And I'm grateful for you, the listener. 
If you wish to contact me directly, or have your question featured in a future episode of the podcast, you can send me an email at tqrpodcast at gmail.com or find me on Instagram, tqrpodcast, or my personal Instagram, Ricky Dementia. That's R-I-K-I Dementia. Thank you for listening. With love and gratitude, signing off.